Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we bring you the kind of information you need to figure out where the automotive industry is headed. And here's an example of the kind of news you're not going to find elsewhere. Yesterday, while speaking to reporters and guests at the Detroit Auto Show, Ford's CEO, Alan Mulally, talked about the future of mobility. He cited how in Hong Kong, you can use one pass to ride ferries, subways, trains, and buses. And he let it drop that he sees Ford playing a role in developing mobility systems in the future. That makes me wonder if, somewhere down the road, the company would ever consider changing its name from the Ford Motor Company to the Ford Mobility Company. Malali did not elaborate on his statement, so we're going to have to dig further to learn how Ford thinks about it could play a role in providing mobility services. Every year at the Detroit Auto Show, several dozen automotive designers from different companies from all over the world walk the show and then vote on what they think is the best concept car and the best production car that are making their global debut at the show. It's actually part of a charitable event sponsored by the Detroit Institute of Ophthalmology, which helps people who are visually impaired. They call it the Eyes on Design Award, and last night they announced their selections. The finalists for the best concept car at the show included the Toyota FT1, the Kia GT4 Stinger, and the Volvo XC. And after studying them all, all the designers chose the Volvo XC as the best concept. The finalists for the best new production car at the show were the Ford Mustang, the Ford F-150, and the Mercedes C-Class. In the opinion of the designers, the Mustang is the best new car at the show. These are becoming very prestigious awards in the design community because when designers from other car companies choose your design as the best in show, that really means something. Here's another great tidbit that I picked up at the auto show. When the EPA calculates the fuel economy on a car, it assumes that people drive 55% of the time in the city and 45% of the time on the highway. That's how the EPA has always calculated fuel economy. And yet, the U.S. Diesel Coalition points out that the EPA's own data shows that's not how people drive anymore. Today, they drive about 57% of the time on the highway and only 43% in the city. And the Diesel Coalition points out using that formula would substantially boost the fuel economy numbers for diesel-powered vehicles. It says the current calculation unfairly understates diesel fuel economy and overstates the fuel economy for hybrids. The Diesel Coalition wants the EPA to change its formula, but I say, don't hold your breath. Recently, Michigan became the fourth state in the union to approve autonomous vehicle testing on public roads. Yesterday, Governor Rick Snyder announced a partnership between the state and the University of Michigan to accelerate the use of driverless vehicles. The school is working with the Michigan Department of Transportation to simulate an urban environment to test connected and automated vehicles. They're literally going to create a fake city 
with fake building facades, sidewalks, crosswalks, and all kinds of traffic signs. The idea is to test this technology in a Potemkin village of sorts instead of out on real roads. The university says that by 2021, Ann Arbor, Michigan could become the first U.S. city with a shared fleet of autonomous vehicles. Some quick announcements here. General Motors announced that Chuck Stevens will replace Dan Ammon as the company's new chief financial officer. Starting today, Ammon is being promoted to company president. Prior to that, Stevens was CFO of GM North America. And speaking of GM, the company announced that it'll pay a quarterly dividend on its common stock for the first time since 2008. GM will pay shareholders 30 cents per share at the end of March and that should help the company's investment rating. As you know, we've been webcasting live from the Detroit Auto Show, and today we're kicking off the second annual AutoLine Supplier Symposium. This webcast will give you a really good look into the issues that suppliers are facing. And coming up after the break, I'll let you know the people who are coming on the show today and the topics that we'll be covering. Proven on the track and on roads around the world. Borg Warner turbochargers improve fuel economy and reduce emissions without sacrificing performance. Borg Warner, official turbocharger supplier to the IZOD IndyCar Series. Starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Time today, we'll launch our second annual AutoLine Supplier Symposium from the floor of the 2014 North American International Auto Show in Detroit, brought to you by our signature sponsor, Ford. I'll be interviewing executives from both suppliers and automakers, and we'll kick it off with a visit from Hao Tai Tang, the head of purchasing at Ford, who buys $100 billion worth of parts and services every year. We'll have a panel organized by the OESA, that's the Original Equipment Supplier Association. We'll be talking about the looming tooling shortage that could cripple the North American auto industry. All that comes out of a study conducted by Lori Harbour, and she'll be on that panel. Next, we'll look at some of the innovative technology coming out of Canada in materials utilization and connected cars. That panel was organized by the Canadian Consulate in Detroit. And then finally, we'll have a panel organized by Inforum that we're titling, The Easy Growth is Over, Now What? And that addresses how suppliers will deal with a rate of growth that is already slowing. Again, we get going right here at Autoline.tv starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Time today, so I invite you to tune in. And that wraps up today's report.